Hey there. So to understand this episode, I think it's helpful to know that Alicia Gaddis, guest co-host this episode, was having a real day. Not only had her microphone that she had ordered not shown up, but she could not find headphones to save her life. So in order for it to sound like she was talking, you know, anywhere close to us and not like from 50 feet away, she had to because she was flying by the seat of her pants. We had already started late. Everything was going wrong for her that day. You've had those days. You know how it goes. She couldn't figure out where the sound went in to her laptop. So the whole episode, she just was like an inch from her laptop talking to it slash shouting at it so that it sort of sounded good. So I felt like you should know that just so when she refers to it during the episode, you can really picture this poor woman, Alicia Gaddis, is just having just a day. Anyway, I hope you're having a good day today. And uh, I hope uh, if you need your headphones, you're able to find them. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And uh, I am uh, currently joined by my guest co host, uh, America's sweetheart, Alicia Gaddis. <laughs> Hi, I will take it. Hi, Betsy. I'm so glad to be with you again today. Thank you for coming on the show. We were just saying before we started that we're both on the, the verge of a nervous breakdown. So it's going to be a fun one. Um, <laughs> If I start crying, if you just hear like deep sobbing, just know it's me. Oh, it could be me. It could, I mean, I, I certainly had one of those last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We are also joined by a fancy lady. She's an internet sensation. She's a writer, a viral video creator, an online comedian with over 50 million like original views of her content. Holy fucking shit, dudes. She's from the new Stepford. It's Whitney Cicero. Hello, my friends. The crowd goes wild. wild. I have a question. Are we all standing on the cusp of the nervous break? Like, do we hold hands and jump into the breakdown abyss? Just choreographing this in my mind. (laughs) I love it. I was just imagining that the three of us were just holding hands at the lip of a volcano. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds nice. I would. So we're. If that means no one else is touching me and my family, sign me up. Amen. <laughs> there are no sticky fingers and barking dog. Like, sign me up for that hot lava. Alicia, hot how lava. old are yours? Um, well, my daughter turns five in seven days. And I have a stepdaughter who is almost 17. And then I have a dog who just got his balls chopped off yesterday wearing a cone that's six months. <laughs> I saw that he had a cone on. I wondered if that was why. Oh, yeah. So oh, how about you, Whitney? How many, how many do you have? Yeah, Whitney, what you got over there? I got myself a uh, 16 and a 15 right now. Oh, wow. A 16 year old. So there's hormones in this house. There's hormones in this house. <laughs> are they uh, Are they boys? Are they girls? What you got? Um, the what? That's a good question. See, the 16 year old's a girl and the 15 year old's a boy. And you Got can it. find him pressing his penis up against any like unmoving hard object right now. He's just in that phase where it's just oh. like 
Hormone City. It's it's oh god, guys. I don't know if I'm gonna survive it. (laughs) Oh, and I of course have three kids. They're all boys, five, eight, and ten. Uh so yeah, we're not to the um uh pushing pushing your penis on a hard (laughs) thing, but we are at uh hands down your pants twenty four seven. Yeah. You're in the fun penis phase. Now I've we we've reached the like that thing is a dangerous Oh, no. weapon phase. Oh, no. oh. So, oh, just buckle in, Betsy. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. That sounds I'm slightly traumatized in this moment. That was you poor thing. That's a lot, especially in quarantine, I'm sure. I'm sure that well, doesn't Especially in quarantine. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right because there's all the sports have been canceled. So all that like natural oh. release of them get on the football field and the basketball, like that's mm. not available. And there's only yeah. so many push-ups he can do a day where I'm, I'm just like, get the fuck out of the house. Like, oh, jeez, It's a lot. Go run. So, yeah. So, just for everyone listening, um, so we're in the time machine right now. Um, so, here, it's January 15th, okay? So, just to give you a sense, historically, of where we stand, um, because by the time you hear this, uh, who knows what will have gone on? Um, so um that's that's maybe why we're uh we're like we live in america or um i have a house that hasn't burned down or you know uh maybe that will all change by the time you hear this um okay sorry that was dark i no my friend this morning one of my best friends sent me the best meme ever that was like this is the last Friday that this is going to be like this. And I know it's not political, but it was like dancing videos, like a great, I love a good, um, what's it called? Uh, there's like not medley mashup, a mashup, medley mashup, a mashup. Didn't I feel like the word mashup, like a musical mashup got invented the same time that Glee came out. When yeah. we were kids, there weren't things that's called mashups. And I really avoided that word in general because I felt yeah. like it made me feel old. And I was like, no, it's a medley. And then people <laughs> were like, it's a mashup. So now I'm just oh my God. a medley Nothing- mashup. Nothing makes you sound older than you saying medley. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, the kids had the mashup. I got sent a mashup today of all these people dancing. And you guys, I can't resist a good mashup of musical numbers. It was like everybody happy. And so I'm just going to continue watching that again. It's like how I also love, um, remember when all the Filipino prisoners did the thriller dance? Yes. It made made me feel like that this morning. Oh, God. God bless them. Alicia, can you share that with me? Because I want to post that. I bet the same medley mashup overture, whatever we're calling it. Yes. Yes. I need to see that. It's only 20 seconds, but it's just going to give you some life. You know, we got to. Like I'm in the I'm in this moment, Betsy. Like you said, who knows what's going to happen in the world? So anything I can find that's like slightly oh nor like old normal, not today normal, but like yeah. old normal is like what I'm trying to hold on to. And I don't I I don't even really have examples because I don't remember my old life. I remember like a happy person who casually walked into movie theaters and sharing a popcorn with a friend without thinking of our masks like I, oh. I don't know I don't know right oh I remember I remember being like ugh, another party to go to that right? like oh, oh I miss, my god I miss being... yes another person invited me to a comedy show oh, oh. 
God, two drink minimum. What are we going to do? <laughs> or like having to grab your FUPA and like fold it into your spank so you could put those jeans on that you button up. I was like, oh, jeans. Oh, oh hard pants. Hard pants. No, thank you. I, can, like, I don't think I can go back to using the Me restroom either. with closing the door. I'm like, if I go back to an office environment, we're all just going to be like, people, we're peeing with the door open. Because I does everyone in your house pee with the door open, Whitney? Don't wait, don't yours. (laughs) (laughs) We're weirdos at my house. Well, my kids definitely do. They'll just pee. Yes, anywhere, all the time. But my husband and I do close the doors. That's always been a weird thing about us. Yeah. Wow, you have quote privacy in your house. (laughs) What's happening right now? (laughs) I don't know what that looks like. Y'all, I took like a mental health day yesterday and I downloaded a very stupid game onto my phone called Cooking Madness. Tell me everything. Um, And it's just like, you know, where you're like, I'm making burgers for people. And that's what it is. (laughs) What accent is that? I'm an old lady who works at, I don't know. (laughs) Who listens to medleys while I make burgers for people? Let me put the controller on and make you a hamburger. Uh, (laughs) Medley. Uh, So I just laid in bed and played that game and it was very healing. I needed needed like a mental health day. You used to have those. I love that you did that. I, I did something really cool yesterday that wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be because I was interrupted by like I wanted this like really amazing experience and then everybody in my house got in my way of my experience you know what I'm saying so I got my life right so I got to be a part of Julia Cameron you know artist way did this special master class and I got like this invitation for her master class because my friend's mom no my writing partner's mom is friends with her and I was like actual Julia Cameron from the artist way and then I was like planning on just like listening and taking it in in. Mm, and then my yeah. dog's cone kept hitting me in the face and he knocked over my coffee on the computer and then my daughter oh, no. and then my daughter stepped on a splinter she's in the room with her headphones on because our house is chaos and she stepped on a splinter and literally like lost her shit my husband who you know he's been sick he's healing it's like was in the hospital it's this whole thing like everyone was getting in the way of me and Julia and I was like she's trying to give me cosmic good vibes for the universe and I was just like and Lucky was like how is it my husband Lucky was like how is it going and I was like can you see can you see how it's going I can't and I I was like I I, I don't even know I don't even I'm I'm so jealous and happy for you that you were able to download cooking for burgers because I, like Julia Cameron with all her wisdom, she was just like, take an artist date. And I was like, take an artist date? I can't even take a shit alone. Like, yeah. come on, Julia. <laughs> trying but yeah. i um that's what was that's what happened to me just yesterday that was just one oh. it was just a 30 sec 30 minutes that's not even the story you came with that's not even my story nope. uh, i feel like my whole childhood was just splinters upon splinters i had to take a splinter out of my kid i don't know when like a month ago and oh. you would have thought i was trying to do old west surgery on him he lost his mind same same <sighs> Same. Well, here, um, let me go ahead and start uh, by telling you what is um, what's 
broken me. I mean, <laughs> besides everything. Um, so, yes, besides everything, just everything has been breaking me. Like, um, my uh, – there are two things. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, I've talked about it lately. My five-year-old has been – really like angry lately and I get it like I'm really angry lately too um but usually he doesn't take it out on everyone else but he is like um uh when he gets mad he we like can't reach him like he just like a veil goes over his eyes and then he is just like he's in some other dimension of anger Ooh, that's and, scary and uh and and you can't talk like logic into him he just is so mad. And so, but here's the other thing. It's like, it's funny and it's cute also, but also like, it's awful. Um, when he gets mad, he goes, kick, kick. <laughs> and he's, I guess he's saying it because he wants to kick. Oh no, um, that's really cute but though. But it's really cute and weird. Like he'll be like sitting on the couch or something and he'll be like muttering kick. And then sometimes he'll kick his leg. And it also means if you're anywhere near him, he will softly sort of passively kick you. Um, uh, but but yeah, he <laughs> it's a new thing. And, you know, and I've said it on wow. the show before, like I expect that kind of shit from his brothers, but not my widow baby. Um and uh yeah that's really hard that's so it is really i feel so betrayed by him um but yeah he's but that sounds like he's actually managing his anger right he's not actually really kicking people he's just talking it through oh no he does actually (laughs) i just thought he was on the couch just going kick kick he does it's like a warning. It's he's like oh. kick, kick. It, it kick just means like I'm really angry, and yeah, if you amble into his sort of anywhere near him, he will kick you. Wow. But again, it's very it's very like soft and passive, but he's still kicking. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's, it's actually very funny. But yeah, I'll like get down, you know, on his level. And usually, always, for the past five years, I could, like, get on his level and be like, hey, you, you know, like, we, uh, please don't kick me. Like, I don't kick you. Like, that hurt my feelings when you kicked me. <laughs> and, you know, in the past, he's been able to be like, oh, you know, but now he's just like that veil of, of rage is just over his eyes and he can't. Yeah. It's like. It's like he can't see me or something. It's crazy. Well, I was I was talking to my mom, um, who is like a um, was a was a teacher for like thirty five years, because my my daughter uh, even is starting to have accidents, and she's almost five, and mm-hmm. so like she's like holding it, holding it. She doesn't want to go to the bathroom, and then she's having an accident, and it's like. I'm talking two to three times a day. And my mom, I know, it's really sad. And my mom was kind of talking about how right now, and she was talking, when I was talking also with my friend who's a child psychologist, and, like, the kids right now are processing their anger in ways, like, there's no, like, playing with their friends at school or running around the playground. It's like they're all just trying to, like, 
process, you know, like kicking or peeing their pants or like so many of my friends' kids are like throwing huge tantrums or started like biting and all this stuff because it's like, you know, we have adult. I want to do all those things. I want to like kick and bite and like. Yeah, because they can't drink. Right. And they, wow. Yeah, my my five-year-old, Odie, he he really needs like to be wrestled every day is what I'm realizing yep he he loves to wrestle he wrestles with his brothers it always ends in tears of course him it always ends with him getting hurt um but then uh and he loves being tickled which is insane to me um and I said to my husband like you need to wrestle him every day um he needs it it's so sad they're like puppies you gotta get them out and run them yeah. And what yeah. I found is they're insatiable though. Like they have so much energy that we as middle-aged women are like, dude, I can't compete with that. Like, yes. <sighs> you, you guys, know. I don't think ever anyone's ever said I'm a middle-aged woman. I just had, I just had a small panic attack. <laughs> oh, no, we're back on the volcano cusp of the panic. Oh God! Attack. Oh God! Someone hold my hand! Oh no! I mean, it's true, but I've never actually, and I know it, but I honestly oh. swear to God, don't think it's been said aloud. Mm. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I'm older than you guys. I I'm mean, assuming by the age of your children. I don't. I mean, I don't know, but I know. Are you you're shaving right. your chin? Are you shaving your chin on a daily basis? <laughs> then no honey you're not there yet <laughs> no just a, just a small pluck just a yeah. small, oh well just, just wait pluck. wait because then you got to get your readers on and you find that one light in that one bathroom where you're like oh there it is and you're throwing these <laughs> oh, like no oh it's so fun and then I have what I can only describe as like my fupa has met a platypus because when I like pull up my underwear, there's this weird like blobfish thing that hangs over the Wait. rim. What? Wait. This is what? a lot. This is I don't know what's happening. What's going? Wait. <laughs> it's my stomach. Yes. And it's that weird thing that's happened after children where it is like yeah. this blobfish shape. Yeah. It kind of looks like a platypus or maybe a blobfish. It just kind of hangs over. And that my navel is the blowhole. And yes. then I start talking to it and oh, making faces, you oh. know, like you you grab it and talk to it. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Oh, like, this is pantomime. Like a puppet. It's a puppet. It's a flesh puppet <laughs> of my stomach. <laughs> so, I'm trying to come up with a name for it because I'm like, it's a fupa, but it's like a platypus. Like we got to come blob up with a name. definitely vivid to me. Like when I think of a blobfish, I, I, that feels to me like what my situation like that is like. Yeah, it's so weird. You can like pick it up with your hand. Yes. And then you shove it into your Spanx like a full fistful and you can fold it over. I and mean, then you're like, fuck my life. I'm going to go have a bourbon sour. Because <laughs> why do we try? So the other thing that's been breaking me is just the, um, I, it's just a constant bedwetting. From your husband? I know. (laughs) So like now my, all three of my kids are in like a twin sized bed. So at all times, everyone needs to have, so I, we double make the bed. So because peeing your bed is like so frequent in this house that you need to be able to 
pull off a layer and then go back to sleep or whatever. So everyone's bed has um, a, you know, a a waterproof pad and then a pair and then sheets over it and then another waterproof pad and then sheets over that. Wow. All three of them have to have that. But then in addition, we also have to have uh, backups because sometimes they we need more than that Uh, it's it's insane it's like it's like i might as well just go to work yeah and then they can just send the money right to amazon where they (laughs) keypads or whatever for my kids because it's just constant and you can't and you have to like be real fucking delicate with these things they're like don't these like pee pad these washable things uh they're like incontinence pads is what they're called they're great by the way uh the like fitted waterproof uh mattress covers can suck my dick um the <laughs> pads are where it's at uh these are for like old people essentially oh, or you know that's a hot tip not that you're isn't it? yeah it's a hot here tip. we go mom hack mom hack Get all uh, reusable incontinence pads. Wow. Uh, pads. They work much better. Have you thought about like diapers for them at night? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But then, uh, I don't know. Because do they I do it know. at a night out of like anxiety or are they doing it in the morning because they're too lazy to get up? Because that's what my kids did. <gasps> I don't know. I mean, I'd have started making them... Like, if you wet the bed, you have to, like, strip the sheets off and take them all the way down to the living room mm-hmm. or uh, laundry room. But or that, the living but- room, if you want. <laughs> I mean, that's a fetish for everything. <laughs> but even even then, like, they struggle with getting, um, you know, the fitted sheet off the mattress, which is As fair. As one does, yeah. yeah. That, I, just, I just keep thinking about how much laundry that is for you, Betsy. I mean, I, I assume – I don't know if you're doing it. I do the laundry. My husband do. does all the cooking. And I feel like, like all this quarantining is, like, the laundry is off the charts. Like, it's just, like – it's like – every day my to-do list is do the laundry fold the laundry get the laundry like it's like it's like too much so I can't even imagine like I feel stressed out for you about like the kids peeing in the bed like but I like and did that but like the laundry is like what for you is all like is all I can focus on right now like I'm just like oh my god that's like a whole load that's like a load and then you have to put it back on like you have to put it back on the bed I hate putting I hate putting sheets back on the bed I hate putting She's on the bed. And now my 10-year-old has a loft bed, so oh. I have to get the step stool from downstairs no. and bring it up and like move the bed away from the oh. wall. It's a whole fucking thing. I hate it so much. Um, yeah, but here's the thing, too. These incontinence pads, they're, like, real sensitive. You can't put them in the dryer on oh. – if you do put them in the dryer, it has to be on low heat. You no. sh- you're not supposed to use, like, a fabric softener. So I usually end up washing them, and then I put them outside uh, on the laundry line, and I just air dry them. But then they take forever to dry. So I'm just constantly – there's one out there right I feel, now. I feel like this is a more co- – like, can we just get puppy pads that are just disposable lay it down well Maybe roll it up throw it in the trash get another one it'd have to be really big though like they'd have to be like yeah. because the puppy pads you don't know where the kids are gonna spray like a puppy yeah. pad at least like you know and then they i feel like they'd move a little bit more right well that's and what I, duct tape is for 
We'll just <laughs> Honestly, the things that we have, it, it's the size of a twin mattress. And anything smaller than that, they always bun- like kick up and bundle into a wall. Yeah, like yeah. leaks onto the bottom. Yeah, or it moves. So, so I have to get huge ones. Betsy, but you're right. Yeah. I mean, maybe dolls with wear diapers to bed, but also it's like, you know, they they are so upset about yeah. that concept when I bring it up, and they're already like kind of sensitive about what's happening. And uh, yeah. and you know, with the older ones, like it doesn't happen that often. But you know, you know, and I'm constantly like, "Have you peed? Did you pee? Please." use the toilet before you go to bed like when was the last time you've peed and and of course everyone wants to drink and eat ice in bed and oh yeah anyway so i have been flirting with the concept of adding up all the like how many mattress pads um like over time and like waterproof mattress covers and stuff i I wonder how much money I've spent. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to like build them to their future selves. Like you just keep a running tally. Then you're like, take it out. Uh, yeah, take account. it out of their Like just be like, hey, congratulations. Happy graduation. You know, dad and I were going to give you $1,000 for congrats. <laughs> but, you know, you got a charge of negative $200 because you went over with those pad fees. Oh, like, girl. It is in the thousands at this point. Oh, we probably God. spent like $1,000. Or more. So it's insane. Anyway, so that has broken me. Yeah, that would break me too. (laughs) Any of the bodily functions break me. Like, that's not (sighs) the pee, the poop. It's just like, (sighs) Yeah, I mean, at least no one's shitting on anything, I guess. Life has been a little overwhelming lately, right? We don't all have the support system in place that we normally do. And you might be feeling less happy and productive than normal. And you might be thinking, maybe it's time to talk to somebody so that you can start living your best life. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to leave your house, (laughs) you know, find parking, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, get a babysitter, all of that. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available in your area. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, grief, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters. It's professional, convenient, and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling. And financial aid is available. Everything you share is confidential. So many people have been going to BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a Why Mommy Drinks listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month of online counseling by visiting betterhelp.com drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. 
Can I tell my story then, please? Because I have a yes. Yes. Oh, well, wait, oh. Alicia. Technically, you need to go next. What's your? Did you? Or, or we could have Whitney yeah, go Whitney, and then go. Whitney, go ahead. What? Let's get crazy. This is so I mean, crazy. Who's inspired? There's, there's, there's a weird OCD part of me that's like we have to do it in the order. Well, but you're right. Well, you have no, a lot no, of no. anxiety. I don't want to like break you. Listen, listen. <laughs> this I we've already discussed. I had a essentially a nervous breakdown let's pull the band-aid off and have <laughs> yeah. the gonna... guest tell the story second go yeah. out of i will order. just i mean whitney knows what she wants betsy we gotta go with yes only because you said poop and i was like i have a story oh so i have ibs everyone clap yay it super sucks irritable bowel syndrome I, that means i am allergic to trigger foods and I am also allergic to like trigger situations. And my Ooh. main trigger situation is when there's no bathrooms. So you can understand the vacuum that my brain goes into when I'm like, wait, where's the bathroom? Where are we going? How many steps to the bathroom? How many minutes to the bathroom? Ooh. And if I don't know where it is, my body releases a uh, tsunami of liquid into my stomach. And I was like, I got to go right now. So oh no, I had made the horrible decision of eating a... Um, what is it called? It's a seed, flaxseed bagel, Oh. which I didn't know was a trigger food, but I have learned thus that it is. Oh no. And we, this is when we lived in San Francisco. I can totally see, you see where this is going. My husband is in, driving in the minivan. I've got two kids facing backwards. You know, when they're little, they have to face backwards in their car seat. Oh right? yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, huh, that's an interesting feeling. Huh, that interesting feeling keeps coming. Like contractions, like these things are getting closer and closer. And finally, I was like, oh my God, you need to pull over. Oh. Like, yeah. Something very horrible is about to happen. And he's like, we're almost off the bridge. Can you make it? And I was like, no, I cannot make it. So we're on the way to a Christmas party. I had a Tupperware full of cookies. Oh no. I oh no. Rip the t- top of the Tupperware. Oh, chuck no. the cookies over the bridge. Oh no. Thank you, Seagulls. And I go into the way, way back of the minivan and <gasps> have the most terrifying experience I've ever had oh. into Tupperware. Oh my God. While going over the bridge. And my children are looking at me and they're like, Mommy, you okay? Mommy, okay. Mommy, why smell? What's going on? Oh, so that's my. And then you have to oh, hold my. it because I've lost the lid. And then we have to like go, like I'm just pull over. Oh, no, no, no. So that broke. I think that, that I think in that, oh my God. I think you would be forgiven for littering in that, in that moment. Right. Officer, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. The reason I pulled you over was uh, (laughs) someone uh, threw a Tupperware full of diarrhea out the uh, window. Can you hold this please, sir? Hold on. Let me get my registration and license. Wait, was your husband driving? The poor man time? was driving. I mean, he's known about Why my IBS issues. Over? Why didn't you pull over? I don't understand. Because we're on the bridge. Oh, okay. So it would have been worse to sit in front of everyone. Yeah, there was no, like, it was rush hour on the bridge. It was bumper to bumper. You're, and there's no lanes. Like, there's no. Here's my Here's question. Here's another Okay. Yeah. I will now be taking questions from the audience. When you got to the Christmas party, did you tell people what happened and explain why you didn't have cookies, or did you 
I do not process the experience enough at that point. Oh, That's a good question. Okay. Thank you, Betsy. Alicia and Betsy, <laughs> you're not really good friends enough yet for you to know this about me, but I'm an extra extrovert. So, of course, I told oh. everyone. Oh, and therefore no one wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. Okay. I have a question and a statement. Please. Um, Betsy Stover, New York times. Hi. Um, (laughs) My question was you, you mentioned that you all pee with the door open. Does that mean then you had shit in front of your husband before? Oh, good question. question. That actually does. We do shut doors for the poop. Oh, So was that the first time that it happened? Um, Yes, that was. He's seen me bolt into bushes before and bolt into like places, but that was the first time that there was evidence. And he still, he didn't divorce me. I was like, that's a good man right there. Oh, that would have been a fucked up thing to divorce you over. Yeah, right? Okay. Uh, Also a statement. Hi, Betsy Stover, LA Times. You in the back. Um, You don't know this, I bet, but in a previous episode of this very show, I talked about um, uh, shitting in the back of my minivan into a Target bag. Uh We have to start a club! (laughs) What? And I have have to say, I I think uh, our listeners uh, are really going to enjoy your story based on the reaction to mine. We really do. We have to bond together because I know that there's others out there. Betsy, were you on the way to a birthday party? Yes, Alicia, I was, I was at a birthday at party. Bir- I, I think I, I was at with- that birthday party. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh my God, because there was no freaking bathroom. Bathroom. At and that, oh my God, Betsy, I think that's where I like properly met you for the first time. And I was yeah. so nervous because I didn't know anybody and you had just shit in a Target bag. No, no. I did After. it at the end of the party. Okay, at the okay, end. that makes sense. Oh my God, that's how we met, Betsy. <laughs> Because you had just gotten your daughter like a cute jacket that she was like refusing to wear or something. Yeah, because it was so cold and I showed up at that park and it, everybody had their kids in proper outfits, like oh. proper outfits, like like socks and, and jackets. And she had on a, like a, a strappy sundress. And I so I got in my car because I literally didn't know anybody and I was so nervous about meeting all the new cool moms. So I drove to the Target and loaded her in the target and bought an outfit the tags were still on it tucked inside in case i needed to return of course (laughs) and then we left betsy do you remember that we left because indiana had to poop that's (gasps) why we left yeah we were like i I was like casually playing with you because you remember how the party like moved from the the picnic bench to the tree then to a playground so i was talking to you in the playground i was like we gotta go she's pot like she's potty training and she's gotta poop and usually i had like a collapsible toilet in my car and you were like you know what i think i gotta go soon too i remember oh my god and then i went to my car strapped my kid into his seat Got into the very back of my minivan where it was the most tinted window e, and then then just shit into a Target bag, and then uh, and he watched me as well. Oh no, did he watch me? I can't remember, but he was like totally chill. He was he didn't say anything about it. He was just like same old, same old, crazy old mom (laughs) shitting into a bag at Um, (laughs) Peruge. And then 
I and then I had to go out of the car <laughs> and somehow get it into a trash can. But there were still people like kind of leaving the party, getting into their cars. Pretty sure I had to casually wave at someone <laughs> and like oh smile God. and be like, bye, like have a great day as I was holding this bag. Um <laughs> Oh my god. And now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, I could have just lied and said, oh, my son shit into this bag. <laughs> I was so like panicked and out of my mind. It, it wouldn't have occurred to me to even like lie. Right. Because <laughs> you're, you're in, I think you're in trauma at that point. You're, you're kind yes. of like, hmm, yeah, no, brain is not functioning. Traumatic. Yeah, because yeah, also you're like, oh, God, I, can I make it? Can I make it? Like, I need to right, yeah. find some place. Oh, it's like poop triage. So you're just, you just, I just survive. Get I couldn't find the, yes, the little, like, kitty, the little, like, <laughs> um, kid potty. Because we would travel, like, usually, like, yeah. we still, because when we drove across country, we drove, across, during coronavirus, we dro- we drove across the country to, um, from LA to our other house in Indiana, then back to LA. But um, we we only had the kids potty because I was like, we're not going into any shops or restaurants or Starbucks. We, we still haven't. And so it was like, all we have to do is poop on the side of the road. Like that's what we're doing. Like this is the plan. So we had the kids potty and then my husband and I like both tested it out. <laughs> like to see like with our clothes on before we left to see if it was like going to be, it was going to be adequate. And he's like, I can't be this low to the ground. And I'm like, you're right. So I ordered this giant collapsible, like for the elderly population. I mean, I guess I yeah. shouldn't say that for other people, for people who have needs that they need a giant collapsible toilet As with a pop-up don't, potty tent. Don't and we like, all? And he's like, we, yes. Did you hear my story? Whitney's <laughs> hashtag Googling adult portable potty. It's, adult, yeah. it's an adult portable potty. And I bought a potty tent, a pop-up potty tent that had yes. like a moon. Well, but then it, that was too much, you guys. You can't pull off a side of a road. No. But pop up a whole tent, get the portable potty, attach a trash bag, attach like a Target bag, poop into it. Like it's like too much. It's so too much. It's too like, much. This, yes, is, this by, is good intel. By state number five, by you're driving through. You're like Arizona. We got this. Nevada. We got this. You're heading into the top of Texas. You're like, oh hell's no. I'm not pitching that pop up poop tent again. I'm just gonna open both doors of my of the SUV. Put the potty. Put the poop thing in the middle. Everybody looks away. Just like go mind your business. Yeah. And you take care of your business. You look away. I mean, it was like it was a whole it was a whole thing, you guys. Like I'm well versed in pooping on the road, but now that lives there because you don't know, I don't know, we don't know when we're gonna have to go. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, now that it's now that we can't go into like public restrooms and stuff, yeah. When we go camping, we always have to bring our own toilet and a and a tent. But ours doesn't oh. pop up and it's a total pain in the ass, and I probably should buy one of those pop-up ones but when we were camping once we were like it was like a five-hour drive or something yeah and I had to pee so bad that at one point we just pulled oh we I peed in so many like parking lots and stuff just uh like leaning on uh, some sort of cement retaining wall of course Um, (laughs) one time I had to go and I and I had to um lean against 
we were just on the side of the road. Like right. in a, there was like a field and I had to lean against the car to pee just as if I was casual. As if I was sitting. Yeah. Just but there were like cars. I remember cars I remember by. the time though. There was like this time in my twenties where I remember bragging about all the places I'd peed. Like I remember like I remember like I was living in New York, I was going to college and like, you know, in my twenties and I remember just being like so thinking I was so cool because I was super drunk and pulled down my pants and peed in the middle of Fifth Avenue. Like in the middle of Fifth Avenue. And then I would like I remember thinking I was so cool that I was like this really hot New York club where the be- where the bathrooms were unisex and the line was too long, so I climbed up on the public sink and just peed in the sink. Like in front of everyone. Like oh, I was like, yeah. are- like I was like, that's so cool. Like I just pee anywhere, you guys. Like I'm just so like I was like, oh, an alley. Oh my god, Alicia pees anywhere. <laughs> and now it's just like middle aged ladies squatting with her rusty old knees and her flipper, just whipping <laughs> it out. Like it's not cute anymore. It's not cute. It's like it's now traumatic. Now, like it was you- like there was a fine line. Aren't you grateful that there wasn't like the social media? Because Lord knows I would have no career, no political career, no friends. Because I was disgusting and probably a whore. So I was like, (laughs) probably better that none of that got documented. (laughs) Oh, this episode is a fucking delight, you two. Uh, (laughs) Is it? Am I dragging you down? I feel like. Oh my God. No. No. So no. good. I'm just this, having, yeah, this is this is a lot of bodily functions, you guys. Yeah. You no, know, we're in it. It's we're just that it. kind of week, right? We're in it. Alicia, what tell us what's broken you, dude. Dude. Oh, dude, dude it. Um, oh my gosh, Betsy. <laughs> this has been, you know, this is not not public knowledge, so I'm not sharing this as a um as a of my husband not knowing who's sitting right next to me because we're in this very small house with my dog. Of course. On bed. Also, Alicia, I need you to yell it. I know you can't hear me. Okay. This is this will never happen again. This is what's breaking me. I can't hear me, honey. I just have to shout my whole story. <laughs> what? Oh my god, everything's everything's just You guys, so starting Saturday. My husband had a mini stroke. Oh, and it shit. Was in VR, and um, that Ooh. broke me. And um, the what broke me was they. Well, now we know it's um, probably a complication of him having COVID. All this is he. Ne- he never shares, and he did share this, like to being like, don't wear, to wear a mask, don't get COVID. But what broke me in the process is while we waited for him to be in the ER, my daughter and I couldn't go in because we can't go in together because they may allow like one person, but then they don't allow you in because it's like the emergency room. So last time that when Lucky had COVID, I don't do any of the cooking and um, like at all. My husband is incredible. Every morning he makes me coffee. He makes all the meals. Mm. I married up. I do the laundry. (laughs) and pretend to do our finances Mm -hmm. but my husband um (laughs) my husband does all the cooking and when he got when he was sick like in march uh when i tried to make chicken nuggets 
I burnt my hand, like burnt my whole arm trying to take the frozen chicken nuggets out of the oven and then turned up the, and they were like still frozen. And yeah, they were still frozen. Like, I don't know how to, like, I don't like, I feel like the instructions on the back of a chicken nugget packet, they are like suggestions, like 425. If you want them cooked faster, crank up the, crank up the temperature. Absolutely. Like crank up the temp. You guys, that's not true. Now, that's I'm, not- there, I'm there with you a little bit of the way. Because, like, sometimes it's like, oh, these French fries have to go in at 375 and these chicken nuggets have to be at 425. So I'm just going to put it at 400 and, like, split the difference and we'll see what right. happens. But but the logic that you just outlined is, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I didn't realize. I love like, you, Alicia. I, I, I don't know if that would sound right. My husband constantly says I'm good at so many things. And, like, domestic. <laughs> domesticity is not I like had to try to be domestic in this whole clusterfuck of quarantine like I'm doing so many chores all day all day but this is not who I am like this is not who I who I'm meant to be but I was no. trying like, my husband was like sick in the bed he was quarantined so I'm making chicken nuggets for my daughter I you're blast- not a workhorse Alicia you are a show pony Thank you. Thank you, Betsy. I mean, you I feel wear a silver lame costume on stage. I do. That's just my daily life. I have multiple wigs that I wear Ooh. for real life. Like, I mean, my real life of my job. Um, like, you know, I have gowns. I have a section in my closet just for red carpet gowns. I am not meant for chicken nugget cooking. Right, J-Lo? J-Lo, do you hear me? I can wash my Listen. face on a video, too. I'll show you my before and after, J-Lo. I'll show you what I look like without makeup. Anyway, So he had a mini stroke. I yeah. thought last I had found out it was something – I thought yeah. it was something else. No, it, was a, it was that, and then it triggered his vertigo. <gasps> yeah, so it was oh, really – so, But what happened when I did the chicken nuggets is I exploded the oven. And what? the oven, the glass went everywhere. I'm talking like major explosion. Wait, wait, wait a minute. How does that happen? Um, apparently, if you heat the oven up like so hot for like a very long period of time <laughs> and then forget that the chicken nuggets are in there, <laughs> the whole, I have pictures like glass and I'm talking like exploded, like the oven glass shatter explosion it was it was horrible and then I'm like what do I do without an oven like what do I do without an oven I don't know how to cook like what do you how do you cook chicken nuggets and my parents like I don't know and so that was like while we're doing this but this time when like he was in the ER and all this stuff like waiting for him I had to feed my daughter meals so besides being like totally stressed out um I'm like what do I give my child that right. I, and I can't explode. Like, Alicia, don't explode the oven again. Don't you do this to your family. Pull it together. And so then um, our our mutual dear friend, Gwen, Gwen Betsy messaged. Uh, she was like, how are you doing? You know, what's going on? I was telling her what's happening. And I had given Indiana, like, ice cream for both the meals. Like, because I'm like, that's not <laughs> And then my daughter's like, woohoo, this is the best day ever. I'm like, she's like totally sugared up. And then, um, so she helped my dog barking with his cone. Don't, everything's cool over here, you guys. Everything's fine. This was on Saturday. My dog's cone. Um, and then, um, yeah, so then everyone was like, very kind and like delivered us food and like did all these really nice things so I didn't have to do it. But in that process, Django, it's okay. 
Django, I know. He's got the saddest cone on you guys. It's the saddest thing. And he keeps running into everything. Like part of this, while while the sound is so weird too, is like every time he walks by, he knocks over my whole desk. Like because the cone is so big. I would like to remind our listeners uh, that this dog is named Django after a musician named Django and not Django Unchained. That's correct. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Uh, oh, but you haven't? No, the, D, the D is silent. D, yeah, the, G, the D is yeah. silent. Django Reinhardt, the classic jazz musician, who was in a fire in his trailer and burnt off three of his, two of his fingers and then created a whole new sound off of two fingers. That's an inspiration, you guys. That, that wow. Is. He's a flamenco, gypsy jazz guitarist. And, I feel like um, Netflix needs to make a documentary about him. Yeah. It's, they're listening already. right now. They're probably listening. So Wait the whole- a- Way to yes and that whole situation, Django Reinhardt. Right, it's amazing. Like you need to look at his like trailer caught on fire. He was a good guitar player, great guitar player. But if you hear Django's music, it's so revolutionary, and you're like, why does this sound different? It's because he had two fingers, you guys. So like, I know. Talk about it. I'm I'm inspiring while slowly drowning over here. And, you know, it's just been, like, kind of one thing after another this week. And I've been asking the universe, like, how much more can we take as a family? You know, like, just, like, one thing after another. Like, but 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 I know. I'm up to hear my child. Everybody's losing it. (laughs) It's okay. Everything's cool. I had to move. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Because, you guys, I didn't tell you what was happening, Whitney, while you were telling your really good story. I picked up and carried on a, like, a desk tray the entire, all my computer, all the, everything. I was, like, taking, carrying everything into the main living room because I was worried the internet was going to go out. And um, so I'm sitting on the floor in the middle of the living room holding the laptop about, I'd say, a half an inch from my face. (laughs) All my dogs. Swollen balls are resting on my knee and my child <laughs> with a cone on his head. Um, well, I neglect my daughter for another session of iPad. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> nursing my husband back to health. You know, oh, still in my pajamas, obviously. Oh, you for, know. oh, given. I haven't eaten, but had three cups of coffee. So we're oh, fine. fine. You guys, I brushed my teeth. I am so proud of myself. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I get, I get to nighttime and I'm like, I feel my toothbrush bristles. And I'm like, did I brush today? That's like, I swear to God. I'm like, nope, they're so dry. They're like hardened. Like my toothbrush bristles will be hardened. It's like how, like, you know, it's like how I said, I think before how I test how long is, I've taken a shower is how long is my armpit hair? Yeah. Like, is my toothbrush like so frozen in time because I forgot the brush and how greasy is my hair like it's just like yes. we have we have Alicia, yesterday I was like I guess I have to take a shower because my hair hurts oh. <laughs> oh. yeah do you guys have yeah. that like there is that window I'm like Whitney if you get on the couch at like 9 15 there is a chance you're not getting up until one and you're definitely not brushing your teeth so oh, yeah. smart Whitney will brush her teeth and wash her face before she gets into her nest on the couch. Isn't that but so smart? But many, many nights I'm like, uh, I'll remember later. And then it's 1.15 and I'm like five episodes into Shameless and I'm just like, oh. By the way, have you guys watched Shameless? No. No. Oh. 
good. Good. So good. I'm. I, you guys are creatives, so you probably have this too. Like, I consider myself a creative empath. That when I read books or I watch shows, I get very like I physically take on those characters. Ooh. I just I feel them. And Shameless is just you know it's alcoholism and addiction, and I, so it's put me in this very weird mood, which is horrible because I'm already pandemicing and in a horrible mm. mood. And like Alicia's husband, I had COVID in March and now I'm totally going to lay in bed and figure out and have a stroke in the middle of the night. So sorry. thank you Don't for that kind of anxiety. <laughs> Awkward. Um, but yeah. So I, I don't know where I was going with that other than maybe you guys brush your teeth every day and I am super jealous. I I do my best. I do my best, but it's not always great. You know what show I've been watching lately that's really helped me is uh, there's an all things bright and beautiful like redo, like an update uh, on PBS Masterpiece Theater. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? He's like a no, no idea. Oh, uh, uh, James Harriet. He like wrote all these books about being a country um, uh, veterinarian. Like, oh, these are happy stories. These are happy stories. They're like funny Aww. stories about his like life. Like he comes from the city and now he's a country veterinarian and he meets all these interesting characters and animals and stuff. So and it's Doc Hollywood. Stories basically it's um yes it's a little doc hollywood but like og doc hollywood because he, he he wrote these books like i don't even know when maybe the 60s 50s uh-huh. 40s i have no oh, idea wow. so anyway there's a reboot and it's delightful um there's an old there's an old one that's it's fine it's a little annoying the guy who plays james harriet is a little annoying in the old one from like the 70s or 80s but this one's great um, well, here, uh, Ms. Whitney, please yes. tell everyone where they can find you, where they can see your stuff. If you all have not, uh, if you're not familiar with Whitney's uh, oeuvre, uh, please uh, lay it lay it on us. Oh, my gosh, oeuvre. I got to look that one up. Um, I am at the new Stepford, as in the updated perfect wife. So I'm the new Stepford on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. I cannot figure out TikTok, but I promise you I'm going to manifest, which is that word I hate, but I'm going to use it. I'm going to manifest learning TikTok this year. <laughs> after we get through January 20th, I can, great. after the 20th, I think I can take a deep cathartic breath Yeah, and just kind of move forward because I hope we all can. It's just, I hope we all it's can. been, it's been a doozy of the last couple of months. Yeah. But I turned that dark, didn't I? Yeah, new stuff. We talk boobs. We're funny. <laughs> Here, Alicia. Alicia, is there anything? Uh, where can people find you? What do you want people to check out? You can find me alone in a ditch somewhere <laughs> <laughs> with her cone over her head, with a flask, just covered in. Uh, um, temporary porta potty shouting, shouting into my laptop. Can anybody hear me now? <laughs> Maybe if you put the phone on, it would direct the audio better into your laptop. Oh my god! Um, yes, you can find me on all the socials. I don't know, Betsy. This is I it's love you, Betsy. I can't wait to hug you. I oh, cannot wait to hug you. I really too. can't. You know, it's like, it's crazy. Oh, I also forgot. Let me just, let me just add a small button of truth. Yeah. 
Um, I forgot during this week, also, the neighbor may be trying to poison my dog. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this the last time I was on, how this the nope. neighbor upstairs is like a, a crazy, like a crazy person. I'm like very Midwestern and very nice. So I didn't know if I was being overly sensitive, but she hung over the balcony to yell at the fact that my dog barked at a car. And so I reported her to the apartment manager because my daughter was out there and it was very aggressive and kind of intense. She's being evicted. And they told me to take out a police report because she may try to throw things to poison the dog. So that was like also, that was on Wednesday. That's been this week. You this, win. Oh my God. Week. This is all within, this is within six days. Like from the start of what I was talking about, like it's all, it's all compounding into all of it. I know. So that's like, you know, but the thing is, we're all okay. Like we're all okay. We're just right. like sitting here and in one room and albeit it is very a messy room. It's a small room. It smells weird, but we're here. We're here, right? We're here. I'm here. I am gobsmacked <laughs> the week you have had. I don't even and know we, you, and I'm like, oh, girl. What I'm, literally, I'm literally not even saying, like, the very intense personal stuff that went on top of that, but just oh. know. Like you can have these weeks. And the thing is, I'll, I'll, because Betsy, you do such a service, you and Amanda do such a thing for the community of like letting moms come together. If it weren't for the group of moms in the community, like that I'm a part of, I would not have gotten through it because I think before this, like a year before this, my tendency would be to suffer in silence. Like I can handle this. Everything's fine. But because we're in quarantine and I already feel so isolated, if I hadn't reached out, like truly, if I hadn't actually told people my truth, I I swear to God I couldn't have gotten through it. I couldn't be. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, I'm canceling. I'm hiding under my bed. I really mm-hmm. would be in that not metaphorical ditch, like a real ditch. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you're like it's wonderful that everyone can like help each other in this way, and we can laugh and have perspective, but also like mm-hmm. muddle through it together. You know, yeah. like really, there's community out there. Like we're not alone. Like we truly aren't. Yeah, I keep hearing people saying, like, I'm losing my mind. Like, am I the only one? And everyone's just like, no, you are not the only one. We are all losing our minds. Collectively losing our minds. Uh, Well, everyone, uh, if you want to check us out, uh, you know, Why Mommy Drinks podcast uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, you can uh, join our Patreon. I swear to God, I'm going to be doing stuff on there as soon as I uh, uh, get out of bed uh, and brush my teeth <laughs> and uh, start functioning like a human. Um, and, uh, and of course, go to IlluminatiImprov.com, sign our mailing list, join some uh, improv classes. I know at least one, two of our listeners have done, uh, have taken class with Ari and me. Um so get on oh, there. I'll sign up. That sounds fun. Thank you. Thank you. IlluminatiImprov.com. Uh, okay. So, uh, Whitney. Yeah. Whitney, you are doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Aw, thanks. You're fucking hustling. You, you got to deal with everyone putting penises on things. You're doing a great job over there. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's, it was a pleasure, you guys. I didn't know what to expect. And I just had the best hour and 25 minutes of my life. That, super fun. You were just a, a, a blessing of a guest. Thank you so much for doing the show. Alicia, you are doing a great job. Holy fucking shit, dude. I know. 
It's what a, a week. Lot. What a week. Oh, man. Well, Betsy, listen. Betsy, oh, yeah. Oh, hold on, Betsy. You are doing a great job. Listen, Thanks, you, not only are you dealing with so many men folk peeing beds right. and hanging and hanging laundry out like we're in the 1890s. <laughs> But, but you seriously are showing up every day, Betsy, and even showing up for your family. And even if that means having to take a self-care day to show up for yourself, you are doing a great job because you're able to be here. You're present. And I know you, you're outputting so much. You are doing beyond a good job, Betsy. Great Thanks, job. Alyssa. You're welcome. I'm taking that in. Please do. You deserve Ooh. it. Well, listen. Feel good Friday. I'm in. <laughs> thanks for joining us here at the end of the world uh if if you if you find yourself shitting in a minivan or trying to shove your fupa flesh puppet into some spanks or hard pants if you're spending your kids college fund on incontinence pads or exploding your fucking oven again just know that you are doing such a great job my mommy drinks Hi, my name is Lauren Ash. You may know me from starring in TV shows like Superstore or She-Ra or Scare Tactics. And I'm her sister, Christy Oxborough, semi-professional researcher and fully certified internet sleuth. And together, we are the hosts of True Crime and Cocktails, your new favorite true crime deep dive podcast. In season one of our show, we extensively researched all of the new Netflix Unsolved Mysteries episodes. And beginning in January 2021, season two will be a famous fatalities edition. From mysterious celebrity deaths to famous unsolved cases we'll be bringing you more boozy true crime combos so put on your pjs pour yourself a drink and join our true crime slumber party new episodes of true crime and cocktails drop every tuesday